Good morning and welcome to Soapbox Breakfast, a podcast to get you ready for Real Salt Lake game day. In Soapbox Breakfast, we'll give you the news and views you need to prepare for the match. From injury news to the storylines we're watching, Soapbox Breakfast is a quick update from multiple points of view. On Wednesday, RSL managed just a 2-2 draw after going up 2-0 against LA Galaxy at home, which has given people plenty of doubt, and I'm sure you'll hear plenty of that in this episode. Tonight, RSL is at home again, playing this time against Colorado Rapids in a Rocky Mountain Cup game. Always scintillating stuff. Officially out for this match are Zach Farnsworth, Andrew Brody, and Tony Datkovich. Here's what we'll be watching tonight. Hey guys, Trevor here. Um, Ahead of this game uh, against Colorado uh, this weekend, I wanted to talk a little bit about a pattern that I've noticed. Um, I think most of us have noticed, it's not a big secret, uh, that Freddie seems to have fallen into um, games lately is following his uh, substitute patterns. He's made one specific sub, and the first couple times he made it, um, it seemed like uh, it made sense for other reasons, but now we're starting to see it, it looks like it's a sub he's going to as a way to chase a game, to chase a goal at the end of the game. And what he's doing is he'll take um, one of the defending midfielders, either, I mean, you know, one of either Everton or Ruiz or Beasler, uh, the two of those that we have on the field, one of them comes off and he puts on like a Miram or a Julio or. Um, you know, like a Bobby Wood, some some kind of attacking player uh, to play up top. And what that does, um, ideally, is it brings another attacker. You have another attacking option. It forces the team to play uh, much more offensively and basically chase the game, get a goal late in the game. Now, he's done this six or seven times so far this season, and I don't think once it has resulted in us scoring a goal late in the game. And in fact, more than once, it's definitely led to us allowing goals uh it's just it it feels so much like what mike petke was doing with us several years ago where he would just chase a game and go for goals uh when we were tied or or losing at the end of the game we just ended up giving up goals it's a very easy to exploit tactic it doesn't actually produce any extra offensive push uh what it results in basically is we no longer have a midfield we have one person in the midfield whoever's left of ruiz or everton or beasler is the midfield the wings are all pushed forward. We've got four or five guys trying to make runs. There's the, It just eliminates the midfield and just produces a lot of long balls, long hopeful balls, seemingly to nobody. It's a tactic that we've seen time and time again, and it's failed time and time again. It just produces really boring soccer for the last however many minutes we, we do it. Um, just keep an eye on it. It's something I'm, I'm keeping an eye on. I, I really hope uh, we don't see it anymore. I think it's been shown to be wildly unsuccessful, uh, and I hope Freddie realizes that uh, sooner rather than later. Good morning, everyone. Happy match day. This is Lucas Muller here. Real Salt Lake have struggled in defense. Um, it's pretty obvious they have an issue seeing out games, and it's not just down to one or two defensive players not having a good performance, but it seems to be a problem with the whole system. For years, Real Salt Lake could rely on players like Nick Romando or Kyle Beckerman to be defensive anchors on the team. Even with Beckerman pushed up, he did a good job of helping command and organize. Nick Romando is always very loud, very vocal in the back line, keeping his defenders in line and directing people and did a fantastic job of composing how the team should defend. There is not 
that player who has that defensive organizational voice that the team relied on for years and players like Beckerman and um, Romando, but other players like Olave, Borchers, et cetera. Uh, and that is really felt David Ochoa, such a talent, talented young player, um, is not as vocal as Romando was. Uh, Justin Glad, the veteran of the team, the longest tenured player on RSL, uh, he's not that vocal in the team. And it's not just that we need one player to be vocal for our cell to find success. Um, there are other areas where uh, the team needs to improve, especially if they're going to find a uh, result against a decent Colorado Rapids side. Um, Miles Dunn pointed out on Twitter that RSL is 17th in the league in passing accuracy. Um they're the fir- fourth worst team in the league uh, in terms of completed passes and the opponent's half of the field. Those things help significantly with your defense. If you can pass accurately, which was a huge problem against Vancouver, if you can complete passes in the attacking half, that really alleviates the pressure on the back line. So in this game, hoping to see some improvement around there. But when you have Rubio Rabin saying um, the team is losing focus, when Rusnak and uh, Freddy Juarez seem like they don't have an answer about what needs to change, we do need to see something against Colorado if they're going to find success. Hi, guys. This is Miles Dunn, and I wanted to give you the quick rundown on the Colorado Rapids' current run of form. Colorado currently sits at fifth in the league in goal differential for the 2021 season and sixth place in the Supporters' Shield race. In the last five matches, Colorado has secured eight out of a total 15 points. During that stretch, Colorado has gone 2-1-2, and with their only loss coming against third-place Sporting KC. During that same stretch of five games, Colorado has scored seven goals and allowed five goals, with three of the five goals coming in that loss to SKC. Basically, what I'm saying is that Colorado is on a solid bit of form right now, and RSL could be in for a long night if they can't get their defensive gap sorted out and their passing accuracy improved. One player to keep an eye on from Colorado is Michael Barrios, the Colombian forward for the Raptors. Uh, the Rapids. He is diminutive in stature at only five feet, four inches and 135 pounds, but that hasn't stopped him from leading the team in both goals and assists at four each. That being said, the strength of Colorado has come in their shared workload with 11 of their players scoring at least one goal this year. Let's hope RSL can shut Barrios and the Rapids down and secure the full three points. It's certainly doable, but it's not a gimme by any stretch. Thanks, guys. Today's match starts at 8 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time at Rio Tinto Stadium. On TV, you can watch it with KMYU, which is available with a digital antenna, with your local cable provider, or with YouTube TV. On the radio, you can listen on ESPN 700. You can also stream the match with the KSL TV app or at kslsports.com. Thanks for joining us for breakfast today. For more podcast content, subscribe to RSL Soapbox with your favorite podcast provider. We'll catch you up on Monday with Soapbox Stand-Up. And Off the Crossbar offers you midweek analysis and conversation. For Soapbox Breakfast, I'm Matt Montgomery.